Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. You know when you order a new video game or a golf club or a blender and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details. If that's the worst thing I do for myself, I'm doing pretty good. I don't like it when you whisper. It makes me very uncomfortable. It is the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, once again, your host, Brian Beckner, joining you for episode 131 of the program. As always, I let you know, we're doing a special episode today, by the way, but I want you to be able to reach out and react to me once you hear this. And a good way to do that is via email. You can send me an email to mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can also send me a voicemail. Voicemail's been quiet lately. You know why? Because I make fun of you guys. Because I make fun of you guys because you talk too long and you try to be too funny. (laughs) And so, but I still want you to send me voicemails. 949-464-T... See, I forgot the number. It's been a while. (laughs) 949-464-TBLS... Uh, also, I, I implore you, this is a an interactive show, and one of the ways we interact here is via our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Some other douche has The Baller Lifestyle, and he doesn't even do anything with it. So I'm, I need to check and see he's if he's squatting still got on it. it. Yeah, he's squatting on my, the, on my Baller Lifestyle. Lame. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Check us out there. There's a lot. There. We had a big cargo shorts argument there the other day. There's a, there's a very funny weird video that I posted on there this weekend. So you want to be on there. You want to be able to interact with us and have a conversation there beyond the one you get on the air. Also subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then most importantly, Patreon, patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. That is a place you can go where you can become a patron of what we do here. Like, so like Mozart, you know, Mozart, I'm similar to him. Very. He was like, he was like four years old and people are like, this little fucker is pretty good on the piano. <laughs> and so they, they're like, this guy shouldn't have to go to work. And Didn't he have like the first stage mother? Like his father gosh. basically made him do it. I, right? Yeah, probably. I, I, think mean, all, I think that's what it another, was. Another guy, Beethoven. Yeah, like, he was good too. He was so fucking metal. And, but the thing is, they, back then you had to go be a cobbler or a tailor apprentice first. Yes. You had to, (laughs) you had to learn a trade and, but people wanted these guys and they're like, no, these fucking guys need to just do music. Like calm down. Well, that's what you can do for me here. You go to patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. 
and patronize the show. Mm. Throw me a few bucks every month. You won't even notice it's missing. And I'm entertaining you. And it's you get me for like a buck a show. Like, who wouldn't want to do that? You don't have to do it. But you should. <laughs> Patreon.com slash The Baller Lifestyle. You, you hear his voice special episode this week. Ed Daly is out of pocket and he's been, he's summering in Europe as he is wont to do. Is he still in Iceland? He's now, he's in England, London, yeah. hanging out, doing his thing. And so we, we thought we would, since you're getting a lot less, you're getting like 10 hours less yeah, per week less. of this guy. I we got a lot of things to we, say. We, <laughs> we reached out, we thought, well, we'll try to book this guest. Joining me now, you know him from his ESPN LA show, Kelvin and Travis in the morning. Is that what it's called? The Kelvin yeah, and Travis show? Something Whatever. like that. Yes. You, uh, you, know, you know him from Travis Rogers. Now, formerly on Yahoo Sports Radio. He is a buddy of mine. He is a great dude. We're stoked to have him. Don't forget about the Rams. Come on, man. New job. What's what is your? You're just going to be around. I am going to do the post game show for the Rams every Sunday. Every Sunday. That's great. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's oh good. yeah, because you're going to get some real. First of all, a lot of people do this. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they do. They don't do the mechanics of how to operate a broadcast situation, and a lot of times they don't tell you who the fuck is talking. So I've already said <laughs> I'm talking. You know me. I'm Brian Beckner. But the other person that we're talking to, in case you don't know, if you know who I am, you should know who this guy is. There's a few people that don't. Of course, I'm talking about Travis Rogers. Welcome, Travis. Hi, Brian. Uh, so you're going to, you're, the cool thing about doing those post-game shows yeah. is you take calls. I'm sure there will be an element of calls, but there will be less than your typical post-game wow. show, I think, because I have two co-hosts. I have two former right. NFL players oh, that nice. are going to be sitting and doing the shows with me. Who's, so, who are your co-hosts? Um, tell, Eric, tell us about the show. Eric Davis, former 49er and Carolina Panther. Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl champion yep. and former Raider, um, Jacksonville Jaguar, and Buffalo Bill Kirk Morrison. San Diego State. Right, San Diego State's. Yes. yes. Well, both those guys are good. That sounds like it's going to be a good show. It'll be good. It'll be better if you take some callers because here's what happens. Fire Mike Sosha. Guys, yes. Guys, they, I remember Ross Porter. Yes. The great, the amazing Ross Porter. I used to call Ross. Yes. He used to do the, the post-game Dodger talk. Mm -hmm. And he would get, there was like certain guys. Like I remember one guy, I can't remember his name, but he would call up and he swore that the Dodgers' number one problem was, and this is like in the late 90s, is that they traded away Wilton Guerrero. <laughs> this guy just could not get it. was of such, all the guys to care about. Yeah, if only if we still had Wilton Guerrero. But Wilton Guerrero never went and did anything anywhere else. No, he was he was out of the league immediately. <laughs> like he didn't play anymore. But this guy, but these are the kind of guys that call. They call they call up and they have lots of deep thoughts and they they think they're a GM of the team. And yes. so they're always like, why aren't we starting so and so at left tackle? tackle instead of whoever's there now that like that's the problem why don't the coaches see fire the offensive yes, coordinator. And a lot of people fire the defensive coordinator fire the head coach bench the quarterback yes those are the calls you used to do a show on the the local angel station yes, yes. and you talked a lot about the angels yes i did it was it was a very 
angel angel centric. Yeah, yes, it was. I mean, the whole station, like they crack the mics in the morning and they're they, talking angels. They want to talk about the angels. And people would occasionally call up and talk about the angels. And a lot of their issues were <laughs> like, who was coaching third base? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they got a real hard time letting go of Tori Hunter. They, they really, yes. really didn't like that. <laughs> to- Tori, apparently, if you have Tori Hunter on your yes. team, everything else falls into place. You could have no pitching. You could right. be really bad defensively. Right. You could be thin on the bench. Right. But if Tory Hunter was there, it all clicks together. Well, Tory Hunter was like 38 when they let him go. The, the truth of the matter is, it might have been the only good decision they made yes. was to get rid of yes. Tory Hunter. Everything before and after has seemed to be a terrible decision. That was actually the right decision. Well, it was an especially good decision for me because I would listen. And Tory Hunter, I think, went to Detroit and he had a yes. pretty good year that One next year. year. Yeah. yeah. And, and, People that were Torrey Hunter fans on the Angels were really excited. <laughs> Torrey Hunter was a good player. He but was a really good player. Did you see they released Tim Lincecum this morning? I saw oh, he had a, his ERA was over nine, more than nine. His whip, okay, yeah. yes. which is, I like that whip. Yes. I whip's a good one. Walks, Walks hits, innings pitch. Pitches. Was the third highest in the history of baseball. Wow. Well, uh, small sample size. It was two. It was nearly two point four. It was like two point three seven. How did they use him as a starter? Yes. Well, not anymore. Yeah, but how, <laughs> not he anymore. couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't have had that many starts. He probably had like five it, or six starts. It was about that many. Yeah. But he two point three. That means that he was giving up on average two and a half hits or walks per inning. It's very hard not to give up yes, runs when yes, you do that. Yes, very hard. Well, the, the the point of the game is to not, <laughs> not give up it's runs. Not yeah. to let the guys get on the little bases. Right. Well, he was you, bad at that. Yes. He don't yeah. want to be bad at that. Yeah. That's just shows you how how what a, a premium being able to <laughs> throw the ball hard over the plate in a specific area consistently is it's one of the dumbest things that coaches will tell you, you know it's about location it's about movement no it's not yeah. if you don't throw hard none of it else n- right. none of the rest of right. it matters it's the only thing that gets you into the it's the minimum buy-in right is being able to throw it past somebody right everything else comes after that right or, or you know, occasionally you'll get the Greg's, Greg Maddox's of the world who are just witches. Greg Maddox came into the league throwing 92, right. 93 miles right. an hour and then settled in somewhere less than that. But Greg, that's like saying, that's like, well, I'll just be Picasso. Yes. I'll just paint like yeah, him. Be, yes. Yeah. Well, no, you can't do that. Also, Greg Maddox, he had he had a way, he, they called him the professor. Mm-hmm. He was a, he wore glasses. Mm-hmm. He was a smart dude. Mm-hmm. And strangely, I remember he got traded to the Dodgers at the end of his career. Right. And before Greg Maddox came to the Dodgers, when they would when they would would warm up the infield before the game, after the pitcher would throw his warm up tosses, the catcher Russell Martin would throw down to second base. And before they got Greg Maddox, and when Greg Maddox wasn't starting, that throw would always go directly to the shortstop, and they'd throw the ball back to the pitcher, and everything be fine. But when Greg Maddox would start, for some reason. Russell Martin would always bounce that throw to the second baseman. <laughs> it's almost like they wanted the, the seams of the ball to be a little bit rougher <laughs> when Greg Maddox was on the hill. Yeah, but the point is, this guy, Lincecum, yeah. he was fired. He just couldn't play, and but he could play a while before. Right. And they thought, well, maybe he can get it back. Let's, so let's try him out. And then people watched him and a whole bunch of teams wanted yeah. to get him. Yeah. And he signed with the angels. He did that thing where guys do where they just 
go away for a while. Yeah. And then they come back surprisingly right. stronger, stronger yeah. and, and whatever yes. was ailing them before right. seems to be ailing them less. Yes. And maybe you'll go to well, Europe or another place to, to get heal. a treatment. That's right. To heal. Blood platelets. Right. right. Yes. They do, they do uh, whatever it is that stem cells. they do. Yeah. They come back and they're usually a little bit better. Uh, Joe yeah. Blanton, for instance, right. was maybe the worst major league player right. I've ever seen in my life. Yes. And now he's a decent major league pitcher. He was. They also realized that he could not pick because he's big and fat, although he's much less fat now. Well, they all, that's they, usually a side effect of the treatment. They had well. him starting games. Yeah, that's And they realized, oh, well, this guy can't pitch six innings, but maybe he can pitch two. <laughs> or one. Yeah, or one. Yeah, or just a, just a couple batters. He still sucks. Uh, yeah, he's okay. Um, we, we had a big retirement. Yeah. Uh, this bums me out because he's one of my all-time favorite players and people. And Al- people? Al- oh, oh, he's great. No. He's great. He's the best. Alex Rodriguez retired. <laughs> I was really, really hoping that he would get released. Yeah. Well, they, they basically said, right. this is what's going to happen. How would you like to handle it? But if it? he wanted to continue to play, he could be released, clear waivers, mm-hmm. and then any team could sign him for the league minimum and the and the Yankees would have to pay the rest of the salary. And he could come, say, to the Dodgers, mm-hmm. come off the bench, be that calming leadership influence <laughs> leadership in influence. the in the clubhouse yeah. i felt like this guy had a jim tomey <laughs> sort of period he could have well, had that at the end of his career but he, it didn't work out that jim way jim tomey could still hit above 200 at the end of his career alex That's rodriguez true. as it sure. turns out well, cannot he had a good year last year <laughs> yeah. maybe he just needs well, to take some time off he needs blood platelet treatment yes he needs to go he needs to go see one of those german doctors and and, and get what <laughs> he heals get healed what it ails him he he did that thing this morning where he tries to cry but can't it's it's, it's one great. of my favorite things. Alex Rodriguez has so many deals. Yeah. I mean, maybe the most deals of any he's, athlete we've seen in a long up. time. He's, he's in a variety of ways. He's, he's got very shiny lips. He always has lip balm on, and he's it always all, licking his lips. I'm pretty sure he always has makeup on. He's that he's so yeah. his complexion is so flawless. Yes, that no human being looks like that. He's very he's very smooth. Yes, he's very bronzed. Yes, and he looks. He looks really good. Like he's forty-one years old. Oh, he, he looks, looks great. much younger. Than he that. looks great. And yeah. he, I, I did know this today because they during the press conference they asked him some questions in Spanish. Oh yeah. Which he does. He speak Spanish. He speaks Spanish. Yeah. Like a Canadian person speaking. He still uh, has that weird. Yeah. Cadence. Weird cadence. Yes. And quasi Canadian accent, even in I his Spanish. That. It's I love awesome. That. Yes. It's really he's, really is awesome. Is he Dominican? He's Cuban. He's Dominican. He's Dominican. Yeah. But he grew up in Miami. Yeah. He's. Yeah. I believe he's, American. he's a dual citizen. Yeah. Yeah. He he was trying so hard to make himself eyes cry. Yes, and it was great. He was it's so great. wonderful, and um, very um, um, heart emotional. Um, New York Yankees Cervelli. He's such a yes, weird so guy, weird. and he, he he gives these pregnant pauses that are supposed to. Right. Translate as emotion. And they're just, they translate as he's trying to think of yes. something to yes. say. They don't, it's not one of those, oh man, you know. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm having a moment it's, here. It's, yeah. it's, it's, he furrows his brow a little bit. He, um, well, um, I, um, spoke to Brian Cashman. <laughs> I love when he speeds up. <laughs> it's when he, he, yeah. he speeds yeah. up and then he thinks of, um, word meanings. Um, and, um, 
have the most um, mind respect for uh, Mr. Steinbrenner and um, very emotional speaking to Joe. He's the yes. weirdest guy yes. ever. He, well, he, ha- he has an affliction. He's a narcissist. <laughs> yes. And narcissists. All greats do, yes, by the way. Like most, they've done yes. studies, like most CEOs, most people that are really, really successful. Find the this person is the reason. at the top of whatever yes. profession it is. Yep. Find that person. That person is a weirdo. Yes. yes. He's a weirdo. Weird, weird, weird guys. And this <laughs> yeah. guy. But let, let's look at the numbers here. This Alex Rodriguez, he played 22 years. Mm-hmm. He hit, I really wish he would have hung around a little bit. Four more. Yeah. Four more. 696 home runs. Yeah. Lifetime 295 batting average. I would have guessed higher. Me too. I would have thought it would be over 300. Lifetime 380 on base percentage, which you'll take, including a couple, many years where he was well over 400. Mm -hmm. He kind of tailed off the last five years of his career. Uh, OPS, career OPS. Can I guess? Yeah. I'm going to guess it's. Just a shade over 900. You're right. Nine, yeah. 930 OPS. Yeah. Three times. That's ridiculous, by the way. Three-time MVP. How many RBIs? World Series champion. He had two, over 2,000. 2,084 RBI. <laughs> 547 doubles. How many um, steals? Stolen. Remember, because you he used to be yeah, fast. Yeah. Stolen bases. SB. I'm going to say 280 something. More than that. Well, you're pretty good with numbers yeah. though. Two, 329 okay. career stolen bases, 76 caught steals. I like to, um, I like to leg steal when oh. I was with the um, um, Mariners, Mariners of the, the Pacific. Mariners. Which, what, so <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a question we have to ask. This guy is clearly one of the maybe three greatest players of all time. Oh, sure. He's well, maybe not that. He, he's he's top five. He's the second best player I've ever seen. Yes, the modern era. But he's de- he's definitely. I hate the phrase in the conversation. But he's yeah. definitely in the conversation. Yeah. To add in the, the steroid era or whatnot. Yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. It's, yeah. He was it, a baseball player, and he everyone was, was doing it. He was a fucking great one. But now they're going to do that thing where they don't they don't elect oh, no, him they, to the Hall of they'll, Fame. They'll wait. He'll go in eventually. They're eventually. all going eventually. Yeah. But he he's the second best I've ever seen. Barry's the only player right. that I saw that yeah, was better. Right. Pujols was real, real good. Yes. Trout is in there, in there already. It's I still think. a little but early for him, but a- yes. A Rod did ever. You forget, A Rod was a much better shortstop than Derek Jeter. It really wasn't even close. And yet yes. he he kind of moved over. That had he stayed at shortstop, yeah. and, and eventually he would have gone to first or third sure. base anyway. But he probably caught a cut off what five or six or seven years of being a shortstop. Yeah, yeah, at least. Yes, yeah. And he he. He was as good of a defensive shortstop as you were going to find, and he hit 700 home runs. It's it's weird now, and I know you've talked about this before, that you remember that shortstop used to be a 5'7", yeah. used to be like Davy Concepcion. Yeah. Like you needed to be little and agile. And right. then they realized that, oh no, it's better if you're big and agile. <laughs> like it's, this is the, one of the dumbest things yes. ever. That if you, I don't care, unless it's gymnastics, which yeah. we're getting to see a little bit of lately, Unless it's Jim, you better be 6'4". Yes. No matter what yes. we're going to do, if you're not 6'4", you don't get to play beyond high school. It, you, it's it's 
everybody's big because everybody's good. Okay, there are not that you can't Correct. be five eight and be good. Yes. You can, but it's there's also a likely. guy that's six four that's just as yeah. good who's take bigger big and stronger. Guy. So if we're gonna take him. Yeah, it used to, every time it used to be. Well, the, when the scouts were in charge, yeah. it used to be. It used to be the baseball men. Right. I like the look of this guy. This guy looks good in his uniform. There's, what were they called? They were called uh, not yard birds. What were they called? Bird dogs. Yeah, bird dogs. Bird yeah. dogs. They were, they were. I'm a bird dog. When they were in charge, a bird dog. If you were tall, what a terrible thing to be a bird dog. That's the worst. Must be that. If you were tall, you played first Sands base, and fat, or short or, or right, right field. Mm-hmm. And but you needed a little wiry guy to play center, so mm-hmm. he could run everything down. Mm-hmm. And you need a little wiry guy to play shortstop, so he could Hoover up all that shit that got past the pitcher. <laughs> it turns out you could just get a real big strong guy to do all of those jobs. Mm-hmm. And now it's just all big strong guys. It makes a lot more sense. It does. Bigger it's, is always better. It's just weird that all of a sudden when a Rod. Show a Rod and Jeter, and first there was Ripken, of course, but A Rod and Jeter and Nomar showed up, and all of a sudden, every shortstop in the league was this huge, <laughs> fucking massive human right. being. Right. When a few years before, they were all these little tiny guys. Little tiny. Nobody needs to see that. No. no. Nobody needs to see that. Put the big guys out there. Uh, so I, re- I, I hit up our, my listenership, mm-hmm. our combined listenership. For some questions, just to see how, you know, see if they wanted to check in with you. Yeah. And there was a lot of like s- sappy, like sort of touching. We could skip those. Here, well, here's one from our, our buddy, Rick Romo. Ah. Brian, we really miss Travis. Would you please give him a big, uncomfortable hug from all of us? <laughs> Thanks. Your pal, Rome Show. I will do that. And then, yeah. and then Rome Show goes old school and he adds a P.S., P.S. Travis had the best show on radio with by far the best weekly segment in radio. Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> the first part. The hashtag Friday facts. <laughs> Fact. Much respect to both of you for all the laughs. Could not have enjoyed it more. Thank you sincerely. Well, that's we appreciate that. And I will definitely give him a big sloppy hug for you, Rick. Yeah, no, he he's a guy that goes way back. Um, oh, he's a good dude. One of the first guys that I met when I moved to Houston and a really good guy. And yeah. He... He he's one of those. There were a lot of guys that were good, and I I don't right. do emotional stuff yes, real well. No, um, but the notes were very very yes well received. Yes. I, I appreciate them a great deal, and I I I'm going to respond to all of them at some point or another. But it's still kind of I'm not I'm not there yet. Still too fresh. I'm not there yet. Still too fresh. Plus, I got a lot of Rams on my plate, Brian. A lot of Rams. I know. Well, want to talk about Tremaine Johnson I, with me? Who's that? He's oh, he's a receiver. No. Oh, hold on, hold on. Linebacker. No. Nope. Okay. Hold on. Uh, defensive end. Warmer. Tackle. Defensive no, tackle. No. Arr. Corner. Corner. Oh, yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tremaine Johnson. Is he a rookie? No. Oh. Fifth year in the league. Oh, good all for pro. Him. Yeah. He's good. And what do we need to know about him? He's, he's number twenty two. He he's big. Backwards. He's strong. He can yeah. cover some guys. He's their franchise. Does guy. he? Does he? Is he a shutdown corner? Yeah. Oh, you sure need one of those. You got to. Got to have one of those. Yeah. What else you want to know I'm about a, the Rams? I'm a Chargers fan. So, yeah, you are. But I might. We've had some good times at the Chargers. Uh, I know. Games. I might transition to the Rams. To Rams fan, but only when they move to Inglewood. Yeah, that's coming that's up. That's not too far. Three years. Inglewood is like re- relatively. close. You're not a Coliseum guy. No. Yeah. I mean, I'll go there if need be. Like if the, <laughs> if the Dead are playing, I saw the Dead there in '93. No, no, it was before. Ago. It was like '91. Have you not been back since? No, I've seen. You know what? I, you know what I saw at the at the Coliseum one time. The XFL. Oh, did you go? To, you yeah. went to the XFL. To a, a what but, was our team? The Extreme. The. Uh, the L.A. So Las Vegas Outlaws, the, the Avengers. Aven- no, that's the that's the uh, Arena League team. 
LA. It wasn't the what extreme. What were they? XFL. You know, people are yelling out <laughs> right now. X LA XFL. My favorite part. Now it was the extreme. Extreme. X right. right. Well, of course. Yeah, because the, the it makes che- it more extreme the cheer- with the taking the well, e. Off. Also, the cheerleaders like were part-time porno stars, probably. <laughs> I seem to is rem- anybody a full time porno I star? See- like you do nothing but porn. That's just that's all I do. Well, you do porno, you do porno to advertise your prostitution, prostitution business. Right. It's, that's the porno part is marketing for your <laughs> side gig as a high uh, a high end call girl. Call girl. I right? like that yes. terminology better. Yeah, me too. I feel like a guy I used to know could have been like in the marketing department of the XFL because like. He's Calling something extreme without an E is yes. extremely extreme. It's, it's yes, it's the most. It's almost like having um, pictures of yourself taken with a lavender hue and a, and a gun microphone. <laughs> yeah, I mean there there are things that you could choose not to. You, would, you could say, you know what, this doesn't feel like I me. Don't, this, yeah, I don't think this, this isn't is extreme the, enough. I don't think this is the way I want to market myself. <laughs> I don't want to be lavender, and with all that's going on in the world, I realize Guns. that the barrel is a microphone. <laughs> but at the same time, also, I don't know why I would be pointing it at my mouth. Like the whole thing just does, does doesn't strike me. It's an odd choice. Thing I would want to do. Yeah. I I also hit up. Uh, oh, so yes, I will be go Rams. Yeah, I mean, I was a Rams fan. I was a Rams fan. I I quit on the Rams. Around the time they were starting TJ Rubley at quarterback, <laughs> that's old school, right yeah, there. That yeah. was that was like I was an, I was an Everett guy. Sure. I was I was a you know Anaheim, L.A. Rams, Dieter Brock. Yeah, the the gold, the yellow and blue. You know Mike Lansford, white and blue. I like that too. Yeah, they the should do Deacon a mix. Jones they should era. do yeah, all of the above. So yeah, yeah I could be getting because my Chargers. They're looking a little ragged. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like Joey Bosa's not coming into camp yet. I know, and it's just a very like weird. Also, when someone never comes into camp, they when they don't struggle, they always are terrible. <laughs> right? They never. You have to be there to get good, especially. And I don't want to. I don't want to sound racist here, but especially when you're a white guy playing on the defensive line. <laughs> how is that racist? You well, have, let me rephrase. How is that accurate? The cards are stacked against you. When J.J. You, Watt's pretty good. You, yeah, he's an outlier. Yeah. I mean, also Joey. Mark Gaston, also Joe Klecko. <laughs> Mark Gaston was pretty overrated when you look back at it. He did a dance. So Daughter got, had a deal. Big time. Also, <laughs> Joey Bosa has a his, he has like a soul patch, but it's moved down to the goatee area. Mm. It's just like a little puby thing. And I don't it's like just that. right on the chin. I don't like that. Yeah. Nobody I'm not, needs that. I'm not too happy about this. I reached out to people also on Twitter, Trav. And I told him to respond to to um, with the hashtag Ask Travis. Okay. To ask questions, and then like one percent of the people, like a whole <laughs> bunch of people, responded, and like one pretty per- complicated. One percent of the people did the actual hashtag. I really don't think that most of them understand that the hashtag is actually a functional tool. It's right. not just something that you use to hashtag it's whatever. True. It's so it can be searched <laughs> yes, by that yes. topic. It actually has a function. So there's. I don't think anybody understands. There's that. like a million in my. There's like a million in my uh, mentions, mentions, my yeah. you know, notifications. And, and, but most of them were like, um, Hey, how, how tall is Rome? <laughs> That's not very interesting. I know. And it's all. like, I'm not, I'm not going to ask of that. Um, but a lot of people did. How t- why, why, why is that interesting? Um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't like, think okay, if the answer were six, four, right. 
or five five? Does it is there a difference in the way that you perceive what it is he's I, doing? I don't know. Like people really seem to. Well, people I, have <clears throat> a deal with short people. They do, and it's people with agendas. Yeah, they like to go on the radio and they like to talk about other people's height. Maybe people that are average height. They'll go on the radio <laughs> and they'll 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 talk about a person who's average height, and mm-hmm. they'll, and they'll say they'll make euphemistic comments that make it seem like he's not average height. Well, Average is world average is not the U.S. average. I actually just heard the U.S. average this week, and I'm I'm right in there. Like five ten. I'm right in there. But I'm, five, my guess would be like five ten is I'm, the average. I'm right in there at the yeah. world at the at the U.S. average height. But then people, I don't think that's true that, at all. People that listen to you, uh-huh. they glom on to that one thing, and it's. Oh, they want they want to email me about it. I, I like, understand. They, I get the same thing with beer and being just, fat. It's, it's yeah, the it's same just the thing. one joke. It's yeah. like we get, I get the joke. Yeah, it's just the one joke. And yeah, I mean, no one's going to confuse me with a tall person. <laughs> No. But no one's no one looks in, at me walking up and goes, oh, look at that little guy. Over well, there. I'm normal height. Well, I think the second thing you said is probably not true. You are not <laughs> helping. There was, okay, there's one I wanted to get here. This is important, Trev. Mm. This is from Chris Reader in Texas. Oh, yeah. He wants to know, crispy or soft shell burrito? And is seafood ever an appropriate? Ever appropriate for a burrito filling? Hashtag ass travel. Okay, so let's go with the first part first. A crispy burrito is a chimichanga. It's a chimichanga. Right, so that's a different item altogether. It's, I'm, yes. I'm going to take that off of the burrito category. That chimichanga, I don't like a chimichanga no. nearly as much as a, a tortilla is already fairly decadent right. to begin with. Right. You don't need to fry it. The, an- to, the answer is no. A right. burrito should never be fried. I, I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. See, that's fine. Whatever your protein yeah. of choice sure. in that burrito, if you mm-hmm. want to put it, Shrimp or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I'm okay with it. But the difference is when you put your seafood in burrito, your choice of other things in the burrito goes in a very different direction. You can't put seafood in there with a bunch of like different salsas and cheese and and beans. And it just, it just, it's not the right. It's sort of a different thing. I will do a, a, like a good fish burrito. If there's a place that specializes in that, I'll do that. If I'm doing fish or or shrimp, I'm going to do tacos. I'm not going to get a burrito. You know, I, I nearly, Never do a burrito, I unless it's a unless it's a place that does burritos no, that's known for their burritos. Mm-hmm. If I just go to Mexican food, I pretty much always get tacos or I get a combo. I get a taco, maybe a chili rano. Uh, I like an enchilada as that second item. Maybe an enchilada. Yeah. I'll do that as well. Yeah, I'm like I'm not I'm not afraid, but I'm mostly a taco guy. A burrito should never be fried. Agreed. That's I think that's a regional thing because you don't really see that around here. No, it, 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 they're greasy. And, 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 and one of the nice things about a burrito is that you can eat it on the move. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. And if it's fried, you can't really eat it on. I the move. like like a carne asada. I don't mm-hmm. like too many things in my burrito. I definitely do not want any Talk fucking rice in there. Mm. If, you, if you put rice in my burrito, I'm annoyed because you filled it up with a bunch of shit that gives yeah. it a weird texture. I, I I would not choose rice. Yeah, but if it's in there, I'm not going to be upset about it. It, it needs your protein. Right. Cilantro and onions, right. a salsa, right. and I'm not a cheese in my burrito guy. I don't like that. I'm not really either. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like it that simple. That right there is pretty good. Maybe some beans. Too. I, I like don't a, mind beans. I, yeah, I like a compact, tightly, tightly rolled, rolled yes. burrito that I can eat with my hands. Yes. Usually carne asada, yeah. but I'm not afraid to do one of the porks Carnitas. either. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that chicken. No, what's I, the I don't point want of that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I, I'm not trying to be healthy. Agreed. I'm not trying to do, go lean here. 
I like the green sauce too, like a tomatillo. That's right. not a bad thing. Are to you dump in where there. are you on wet? Because I'm I'm out on wet. It's a different experience. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's more it's freedom. more chimmy. It's it's yeah. trending to the chimichanga territory, which I I'm, I like burritos. Burritos are hand food. Same. I like yeah. I like to be able to dab each yeah. individual oh, bite sure. with salsa yeah. or hot sauce or whatever. No sour cream ever. No, yeah. never. Guacamole I'm on occasion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Uh, San Clemente, California, Pedro's Tacos. Yeah. No, forget it. You go in there, you get the you get the carne asada burrito. It comes with a little it's it's guacamole, but it's not like it's like it's mashed avocado. It's like the ghetto guacamole. Yeah. It's like the like uh, avocado sauce. Right. Very delicious. That's very that's a very That's good a good one. one. Hey guys, I wanted to take a little break here to talk about Herman Marshall Whiskey. You guys know I am so stoked to have Herman Marshall back in the mix here on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not a week goes by where I don't receive a tweet or an email from someone in the Republic of Texas enjoying Herman Marshall Whiskey. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast loves Herman Marshall, and I remember when Texas's own Tito's vodka was a niche American vodka. And now anywhere I order a Bloody Mary, it's the first vodka on offer. Herman Marshall is about to be the Tito's of whiskey. You guys know what it's like down there. Those 90 to 100 degree days in Texas, it's a little hot. You may not like it, but your whiskey loves it. Those days in Texas increase the barrel pressure to push whiskey into and out of the charred wood barrels more often, making your glass of Texas bourbon smoother and more flavorful. See for yourself and grab a bottle of their Texas bourbon, rye, single malt, or temptress next time you're at a local bar, restaurant, or spirits retailer. Herman Marshall, smooth Texas whiskey. This was a common theme, and I feel like I'm, it's not confusing to me, <clears throat> but it is to a lot of people. This is from AC in the 715, and this is maybe like five people ask this. <laughs> was Sandy a real caller? Hashtag yes. Asked Travis. Yeah, no, I, real. I, I really do think that he was a mental patient of right. some sort. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't right. laugh at that. It's not a nice thing to laugh yes. at, but... I think that he was. <laughs> we don't, he was we don't call off. him mental patients anymore, right? There's probably a more... Um, Developmentally but, disabled? Yeah, some say, yes, he was probably that. Yes. And he clearly never listened to the show. Right. He had no idea who I was or what we were doing on that show because he wanted to give scores. Yes. Um, but hand to, hand to God, 100%. Well, let, let me rephrase. I don't know who he is. If that's a character, I don't know who's doing it. Right. But I think he's a real person. Who could do it? Some somebody. That's exactly right. By the way, yeah. no one, no one could, is that good of an actor. No one could do it that well. Yeah. yeah. Every time and never break. Now, I mean, in your radio career, you have been known to juice a few radio callers. It, that's not an uncommon practice in the industry, is it? No, it's oh, not. I and, didn't and, realize that. Yeah, it's. Um, there was a few. Yeah. I'm trying to think. If we did. We did a few on my show here and there, but not very often in yeah. previous yes. um, occupations. We used to put some on every once well, in a there while. There was there was a guy who was very controversial on your last radio show. That was that was sort of a real. I mean, it was a guy doing a character, mm-hmm. um, Vinny in Isla Vista. Oh, Vito. Vito. Oh, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Vito, Vito. yeah. It's funny that uh, people really wanted me to have beef with him. Yeah. 
They were like, oh, this guy's like the poser Brian Beckner, the <laughs> no, unfunny Brian Beckner. I thought he was great. He was, yeah. he was hilarious. No, Vito. Vito, Vinny, Vito, Vito may have fallen into the other category. Yes. Um, but no, he was not trying. He, Vito was actually, that's Vito's deal. He yes. wasn't doing a character. That's no. just Vito, what Vito finds interesting. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and then somebody emailed me and I've lost it. But along those lines, somebody needed the background on another favorite caller of yours. Was he real or fake? And what was his deal? People are talking about Ross. Oh, well, as far as yeah. I know, he's dead or yes. in, incarcerated or calling. something. Yeah. Or his radio dial is broken because the he second could, I left yeah, the Angel Station, yeah. he never transitioned, well, ever. Yeah, that was a lot of people. And Ross, Ross is in a category, and there's another guy, Paul in Huntington Beach. There's a few of these guys that just, I don't. Paul still shows up every once in a while. I, I don't think they listen to the show. They just call up and they don't really react to anything that's happening. They just call up and say what they want to say. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. And it doesn't ma- it doesn't really matter. That's what Sandy does though, right. too. Yes, he's he's in that category too. It, it's just somebody it's a weird thing they they're like, "I'm going to I want I need to get this out. I need people need to hear what I have to say and I'm just going to start dialing numbers." <laughs> I'm just going to mash the keypad with my fist until a radio until show picks up. picks up. And I feel, I feel like they call like maybe some other shows are a little harder to get through on. So they, what do you they, mean? Find, they find a show what do you mean? where they could maybe sit on hold for an hour and actually it's, get picked up. First of all, I don't know if any radio shows are caller driven anymore. I, I don't, no. I mean, there, there are almost well, that's none. terrible that, listening. It, it's it's awful to listen to. It, it, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's not the, the best way to do a, a radio program, but yeah, I, I, Ross disappeared. Ross was super into the other show and I don't think it was a Travis thing. Well, I he, think it was a, he was an angel fan. He was very yeah. much an angel he had, fan. He had deep thoughts on Dino evil. That was one of the things that I never really was super comfortable with, with the whole idea of Ross in my bushes and things yeah. like that's less yes. funny. Like there yeah. are some things that are funny to the group that are less funny to the person in the middle and being stalked by somebody right. isn't that funny. Well, there was a time that you were, uh, that someone tweeted you uh-huh. about what your, um, what kind of wallet you use. Yeah, that was weird. And you had had your wallet out and they, they said the location. We, we were at a, one of the places we go to to grab a yeah. beer. And you had had your wallet out for like two seconds. It was the amount of time it takes to yes. take it out of your pocket, yeah. take a credit card out, right. put it on the thing, back in. Yes. And there was a tweet describing my wallet at the place that we were in that amount of time. That was unusual. Yeah. I, and I, to me, I, I never really, you know, considered the idea of being like so, quasi public figure. Mm-hmm. Um, Neither have I, yeah. because I'm not kidding you in 25 years, people have recognized me 10 times yeah. in 25 yeah. years. It just, it doesn't happen yes. very often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but one, one time I went on another show in Houston and I did like a bit and the whole thing was that there were, it was the, um, the Seinfeldian mock draft uh-huh. on the Sean and John show. Yeah. And the whole thing was, is that people came on and they got to, it was making fun of drafts. A lot of right. shows do this and you just could come on and draft anything you wanted. And the whole, the whole Premise. I drafted Tommy Lee's penis. I remember. Yeah. The whole, the whole, no, wasn't it Greg Odin's? We had two drafts. Oh, that's I, right. I needed both, a point both. guard and a big man. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, 
the whole point they had me on the whole point was that I was supposed to come on at the end and kind of take shots at everyone that had gone before me. Uh-huh. So I did that to great <laughs> effect, in my opinion, <laughs> Bef- before angering everybody, but by, by d- drafting the Republic of Texas and making it my own and, right. and, and, uh, re christening it East orange County. <laughs> People did not like that. They thought one, no. they thought I really had done that. Right. They thought, they well, thought I had the nerve to, to, to take over their place. They're very proud of their place. But then like, I had made fun of one of the other hosts mm-hmm. calls mm-hmm. and people were like so angry. They, they were effectively threatening my life on Twitter. <laughs> and I thought, well, this is weird. Yeah. It's like, not fun. Don't like I'm doing a character, right? Like I'm, couldn't you tell what I was doing? I'm there to make fun of people. That's my whole deal. I would imagine the Venn diagram between people that thought you had really annexed Texas yes. to the people that it's, were offended. It's a circle. Perfect it's circle. Basically, a perfect circle. Yes. <laughs> there, 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 there were the vast majority of people that I knew and got to to meet there were wonderful. But there is a certain subsect yes. of those people that are the most humorless. Yes. Uninteresting. It's weird. Simple. Yeah, it's weird. Just unsophisticated. Like there's a really significant, and they're incredibly vocal yeah. in their lack of sophistication and subtlety. That What makes things funny is that you're, they're kind of sort of true, but not really. It's, yes, of course. A- a- and that, believe it or not, you did not have the authority to annex Texas. I know. It's crazy. But they didn't yes. like the idea that you might think that you I would could. ever think that, that I could yeah. ever take their place that's right. their place right. there's thankfully the percentage was very low they, but there was enough to make it unpleasant they value their freedoms yes when oh, by the way yes we're running out of time obama's got what it's five months left in office did you know he's if he's gonna come for the guns shouldn't he have started by now did you know that only, it's just only been in a period of months that it's been legal to open carry in texas yeah Many, many other states have Ohio, had open Arizona yeah, have had open ca- carry for years, yeah. decades even. And yet yeah. Texas, where you guys value your freedoms, right. you only just now can have your guns out. That's a freedom that they didn't exercise. Apparently until not. More recently. Just now. Now, I mean, I guess they're out now that they can openly carry them. It'll be mm-hmm. easier for Obama to go down there and pick <laughs> well, them all up, round them all up because he's, he's he, coming for him. He better get busy. We're running he's, out of time. He's coming for him or. Now, now maybe Hillary's going to come. But if they were going to come, they had eight years yeah. to come. They never came. Yes. I feel like I feel like the toothpaste is kind of out I, of the I tube. I feel like on that maybe one. that's a, a concern that's not yes. a real one. It's it's well, it's kind of like if you wanted to um, they, that Donald Trump talks about, um, he wants to deport every illegal. That's alien. impractical. It's impossible. It <laughs> of be course done. it is. <laughs> it's, it's impossible to do. You could never identify them. You could just think of what the bus concession would be yeah. to, to get them to the border. Well, I like the fact that a major political candidate is using the word roundup. Yes. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, that's, pretty that's good. exciting. Yes. Camps. Yeah, we're going to start rounding them up. Like that's kind of scary. Isn't supposed, it? Yes. Because when they're done rounding up them, right. who are they going to round that's up next? Right. They, I mean, they, well, they, they rarely yes. stop after they round right. up the first group. They'll usually go to a second and a third. Really? They're going to round up everyone. They came eventually. for my neighbor and I did nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. They're not, I don't think they're going to be, be able to come for your guns because there's more guns than people. It's, so it seems impractical that they'd even be able to find them or carry them. Yes, guns are heavy. Yeah, they'd need a lot of trucks. <laughs> uh, Franzi Baropatar asks. Yeah. This is sort of like an F Mary kill. Which has more uh, bacteria per square foot? A Las Vegas pool, mm-hmm. 
the water in Rio at the Olympic Games or your son Bobby's bedroom. <laughs> well, he is 15, but I don't know if there's a lot of bacteria per se. Right. So I'd say yes. that that's the, the least yeah. amount of yes. bacteria yes. infested that's, area. That's the Mary in this scenario. I'll take my chances with Bobby's room. Right. Uh, um, what were the other two? A Vegas pool and the, and the Guanabara Bay? Yes, that's right. Um, well, Guanabara Bay is literally a giant toilet. Yeah. And it's got... No, it's, it, it has actual shit in right, the actual no, water. It, yeah. and, and bodies yeah. and, and carcasses of dead animals yeah. and medical waste, which might be the most terrifying of all the well, waste. Not just... not not. It is the most terrifying waste, yeah. but also third world medical waste. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I don't feel like... A, I don't think it's a bunch of those sharps containers no, floating no, in the no, water. No, no, it's, no, It's probably loose. Yes. So they, this, this, they pull the catheter out yeah. and they're like, sorry, Rico, <laughs> and they just toss it in the river. <laughs> So I'm going to have to go number two would be the Vegas pool scenario, which I'm not really that excited to experience. But that water in Rio, the idea of like another person's shit is probably the grossest thing on the face of the earth. Number one, the number one grossest kind of shit, human. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going for a dip. I'd yeah. really rather not. Yeah. I'd really rather not. Well, the thing is, is that the, those Vegas pools are like he- heavily chemically treated. So it's going to peel your skin off yes, from the chlorine. Yes, there is a, 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 some level of shit in the water. Some, but it's more DNA than bacteria yes. that I'm worried about. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Because one time, it's been a very long time since I've been to Las Vegas. Yeah. And it's not my place. I just don't, I don't like, I don't mind spending money. But I don't. I want the illusion that I'm getting something for my money. Yeah. And when you go to Vegas, they just hook the vacuum up to your wallet, and they just go "fuck you" and suck it out. You know? Yeah. This drink's twenty five bucks. Yeah. Go to hell. No, you know? you, that's that's lame. I, I'm not a gambler, so the, I don't. Same. I don't lose money gambling in Vegas, but it's about the most expensive place you can go right now. It really is, and, yeah. and it's a bummer because there there's really good food. There's a lot of really good restaurants yep. in Vegas, and there's there's good entertainment. There's stuff to do, and I don't. You know, I like, I, I do the pool scene. I yeah. get out there, have a couple of I like of Vegas. I, I really do. But yeah. this may come as a surprise to you. Yeah. I like to have a drink. Yeah. Yeah. And drinks in Vegas. If I sit down it's at ridiculous. a bar with my lovely wife and yeah. we get a couple of martinis, that's 50 bucks. Yes. And that's, yeah, it's crazy. That's really stupid. It's crazy. It's really yeah. stupid. Especially because they're, they're raping everyone on, right. at the tables. Right. Well, you Vegas not that long ago used to be a place you could go and if you didn't yeah. gamble, yeah. you didn't spend any money. Right. You'd spend money on your hotel and maybe a meal here or there. But you, I mean, the, the booze would flow. Oh, we used to do that thing in the when we would go there in our early twenties, where you'd walk up to the um, to the uh, bar and you'd ask, you'd say, give them a ten dollar bill and yeah. say, give me a roll of quarters yeah. and whatever a uh, Jack and Coke, because right. then we'd give it to you for free, and uh, then you just take the the roll of quarters back over to the, uh, the to, to the cage, <laughs> and they give you your ten dollars back. You can't. I don't think you could do that anymore. I what I was going to say is, I was in Vegas the last. I don't know. I was in Vegas maybe like fifteen years ago, uh-huh. and we were at the pool at the Hard Rock at the, the pool club re- rehab. And I was standing there drinking a beer, and I recognized someone in the pool that I had seen in a porno. Mm, male or female? Male. Oh, and God. I said, and I was looking, and, I, and I'm, I'm like, I was kind of buzzed, and I'm looking, and I'm like sizing. 
Oh, that's a wrong term. Yeah, it <laughs> it's just like kind of making sure before I said anything. And there was like five of us standing there, just kind of like quiet, sipping our drinks. And I said, hey, is that? And the guy standing next to me was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's uncomfortable. Yes. And it really yeah. made me not. And and the guy was standing like waist deep in the water. <laughs> he was just. Everything that you didn't want to see submerged was submerged. (laughs) (laughs) Was not. That is a really dark industry. Very. I really. And yet necessary. I really, like, I want to, there needs to be, and and Boogie Nights, whatever. Yeah. Good movie. But I want to know how you get there. And I, because you hear them talk and it's like, well, no, I decided to try it. And it's like, no, something like I need, especially oh. the path of the, the man. Like, how do you wind oh. up in that world? There is a, there's well, a, I don't know the man story, but there's a, some, there's a documentary. It's on Netflix and I would not suggest watching it because it is very, very sad. Is it? That's I think it's really, it's, it's not like a, it's a wonderful life no, and everything think, works out wonderful. There's, I, there's dark parts of that, is I there? I think it's called like Hot Girls Wanted or something, something, something along those lines. It's because the name of the movie is the, uh, is the title of the Craigslist ad uh. that some guy in an apartment in Florida uses. He places these Craigslist ads all over the Tiny country. little ads in a newspaper. That's right. <laughs> that yes. guy, yes. Don LaPree. Don LaPree. Is he in prison? <laughs> I think he's I think dead. Oh, he's dead. I think, I think so. Who's the other, who's the other one? Natural Natural Cures. He's in prison. He keeps going back oh. to prison. Ke- Kevin. Uh, <laughs> I think he's Canadian. How about the Chinese guy that was on the boat with the models? Don, that guy was great. Don Don <laughs> Yi. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Something like that. I that have yacht. That guy. I have yacht. <laughs> you want yacht like me? Oh, uh, uh, what was I saying? Por- oh, porno. Yeah. It's uh, what's her name? Rashida Jones. Oh yeah. Fan. Yeah. Um, she made this stuff. She's not in it. She, uh, she directed this documentary about like getting into the porn. And it's basically some guy, an agent mm. in an apartment in Florida. And he makes, this is how you get started. And he makes these ads and then you respond to these ads and he sends you a ticket to Plano, Texas or wherever you live and flies you out to Florida where he's got all these girls bunked in his apartment like an army barrack? Yes. And it's he'll have like at any moment because turns out. He's, I don't want to see this movie. He cycles through them pretty quickly. Yeah. And then he books you work and he'll drive you around to the work until it crushes your soul and you fly back to Plano, Texas with your $800 in your pocket. And then he he's brings in another girl from Ames, Iowa Ugh. and does the same thing with her. So that, that's how you get into it. Craigslist ads. I don't like that. Craigslist. Yeah. It's very. You don't want to see. You don't want to peer behind the curtain. No. You know? No. Great and powerful Oz is only a man. Right. You want to, you want to picture something else being something very (laughs) glamorous. It's oh no, not glamorous. I don't know. This is where still people really want a look behind the curtain at the callers was Dean. This is from, um, stats man, two, eight, eight, six. For that matter, was Dean in Hawaii a real caller? Was, was that the guy that was drunk? Yeah, no. Okay, I'm trying I, to I think. sort of recall and him. Vito is the only caller that we yeah. use who I know has a alternate a identity. Yeah. Um, the the rest of them, right. and, and I'm trying to think. I don't want to say it for sure because maybe I'm forgetting somebody. Yeah. But Vito's the only one that was. Look, uh, Vito's a friend of mine. Yes. And, and he calls, and he he doesn't want to get in trouble at work, yeah. so he uses a gnome de plume. Right. That's right. So, but yeah, the rest of them are all real. Now they may be doing a character, but it's 
I, I'm not in on the I joke. vaguely remember Dean in Hawaii. And he was, he just was a, super hammered. He was just a drunk dude in yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. He was, he would, I think he worked the night shift or something. So yeah. he would get off work. Super slurry. Hammered in the morning yeah. and call, or maybe I just assumed he worked the night shift. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see what else. Emails. Oh, this is interesting. It's weird the things that people remember or commit to memory. That's very, by the way, there are a handful of people that have a much more comprehensive institutional knowledge of my show than I do. Yes. It's not even close. It's crazy. Yeah. And uh, they, good because right. they'll remind me, oh yeah, that was kind of fun. Right. He uh I was I was I was in Chicago last weekend and I had a hang with listener Joe and Bugaha. Oh yeah, I met him in Omaha. And Joe and Bugaha was talking about a famous caller to your uh your previous show, um, Carl and Rosemead. Uh-huh. And he pointed out that there was another uh, Marty in Dallas uh-huh. I who was, Marty. also could have been a not real person, maybe sounded like somebody else that worked on the show. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, how do these people do that? Like, because it, it goes into my brain and out of it in that moment. Yes. But this guy's got a moment. Traj. On two twenty on February twenty fifth, oh eight. Oh my god. On a national radio show, you went ballistic on the callers. A representative statement was, quote, how are you using this show? You don't even understand. <laughs> That's a good line. As the offers poured in from NPR and the New York Times review of books, you took the road less traveled and discovered Brian Beckner. <laughs> you are a stud. Seriously. Sorry, that wasn't a question. That's from Andy and Denver. I don't know what he was getting at. I just love that he remembered that moment. That's a funny line. I, I should have said really that funny. more. If I would have said that more, maybe I'd still have one a show. Year, one year, when I used to listen to that show when you were on it, one, yeah. of, your, one of your last lines, speaking of Vegas, we, we unfortunately lost Entertainer of the Year many years running. This is probably about, well, like eight years ago. Danny Gans. Oh, yeah. yeah and he, he had a lot of billboards in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, on this, those cabs. This guy made a lot of money. Uh-huh. He was very rich just being in Vegas. But he also may have had some deals and he passed away and he passed away just like the day after another famous person had passed away. And somebody had sent an email and the host refused to read it. And he's like, I'm not reading this. You want it? Somebody wants to read T. Raj, you get in here. You can read this if you want. And you're like, "Okay." And he walked in and the the email was for my next impression. I will be doing. B. Arthur yeah. signed Danny Gans. <laughs> yeah, B. Arthur had died on like a Wednesday, yes. and Danny yes. Gans died on a Thursday. So great. And the and the, that that uh, I don't think it was a tweet or email or whatever email, it was yeah. came in on a Friday. So it was the timing was perhaps insensitive, but. That was a pretty good joke. So good. It's a pretty good so joke. It was, it was in bad taste. But that, right. well, that's why it's a good <laughs> joke. That's why it was funny. Yeah. It was you're not laughing at the actual joke because it's while it's a funny joke. It's obvious. It's it's an obvious joke. Yes. But sometimes it's funny because it's obvious. Right. And it's because someone will go will steep right. to those depths. <laughs> oh. They're, they're, they'll get they'll get yes. in the Guanabara Bay yes. for a joke and, and and they'll go for it and that's funny. Poor Danny Gans. Yeah, he had it all. I mean, yeah. he I think he had a cup of coffee with the Dodgers. Not a cup. He got drafted. Yeah, he was an athlete. Blew out his knee. Yeah, and then thought I'll start doing Joan Rivers impressions on stage, <laughs> and it turns out he was better at that. If you do, it's it's 
very, very lucrative. People don't realize this. You want to be a big star. People want to go to LA. They want to get- Go to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. This Carrot Top, you make Mm. fun of Carrot Top, this guy makes $100 million a year. (laughs) This guy makes more than Tom Cruise. He's he's a- a, He doesn't really make money like that, does he? It's something like that. Or he might have like a $100 million contract. Yeah. He he makes a lot, a lot, a lot of money. And they, all those guys do. Carrot Top is one of those guys. And I'm not going to lie. I've seen his shows on TV and seen him do like, you know, Tonight yeah. Show and it's, things like that. He's a prop comic. It's it's one of those things like I get angry. It's so unfunny. Yes. It's it's you watch it and you're, look, I'm not, yeah. he wins the game. Totally. But you watch it, you're like, no, I, I don't. Yes. I, no, no, I, I refuse to participate in this. This is not funny. But there's a lot of that. That's, that's most, that's most very successful people yeah. are, are middle of the road. Yeah. It, it wasn't good. Entertainers. You mentioned Joan Rivers a minute ago. Yeah. I, let, How's let, she doing? She's not, well, she's doing her oh. Danny Gans impression. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, that's awful. Um, I understand like she's a legend, female comic way before her time. And I was like, I don't think I ever heard her say anything funny. Yeah. I don't think I, like, there was, ow, ow, ow. Yeah. That's not funny. Well, she was. That, so, she, that her husband was so terrified to have intercourse. That's not yeah. funny. Yes. You're disgusting. That's why he didn't yeah. want to. Yeah. This is, there's not, there's not right. a joke in how disgusting yeah. and repellent you were to your husband. I will say this about her. She came up as a woman when it was practically impossible to do that. It yeah. was a man's game and she took on the men and she wasn't afraid. It may have not may not have been your cup of tea, but she wasn't afraid to say things about people that were true. Yeah, and people are and people that could have hurt her career. She would call out, and maybe it wasn't always the didn't always work, but she went for it. And that's the problem with with comedy and entertainment is people don't go for it. People yeah. aren't trying to attack what's out there. They're trying to be safe because this that's the that's the way that's the safe path. Uh, okay, here's another one. This is from Pete Shalitsky. Yeah. Pete Shalitsky likes me because I can pronounce his name. It's like Pete Malt Liquor Schlitz. Yeah. Pete Shalitsky. Missing your show, Travis, made the day that much more tolerable at work. Thank you, Pete. Now on to the questions. Uh, this is a three-parter, huh, Pete? Pretty ballsy. Rule number one at ESPN interviewing, that you have to do a two-day class to, to learn how to do this, for oh, real. Oh, really? For real. Don't do three-parters. Yeah. Don't do two-parters. Yes. Ne- it's Open-ended. Called, it's called a double-barreled question, right. and it is a never number did. one well, no-no. Because you can never remember what both the questions are. It, it's funny. Like, they'll put up all these videos. Yeah. About 98% of the time, you will get an answer to neither question, and if you get any answer at all, it's only to one of the two. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. A lot. It's like a politician. They just yeah. say what they want to say. Yes. To not does What you ask, notwithstanding. Okay. Three-parter. Number one. <laughs> the only good thing about the Summer Olympics is women's beach volleyball. Well, that's not true. Does the USA have any up-and-coming talent? I believe they sent the last two broads out to pasture. That's not true either. <laughs> that brunette was kind of my thing. I believe he's talking about Misty May, Newport Beach resident. Dirtbag. And Dirtbag at the same time as me. Oh, was she really? Yes. Yeah. Misty May. Now Misty May trainer. Yeah. Matt trainer. Matt trainer's wife. Mm-hmm. I believe they're, they hang out in the South Bay now, but okay. she's from Newport Beach. She's okay. Yeah. She's no. not unattractive. No, not at all. Yeah, you're with a, with a Olympic athlete, a volleyball player, a gymnast, you kind of have to like pretend I'm hot. There's never one that's like exceptionally beautiful. Not, not often. I, I will say this. I was watching a little women's beach volleyball yesterday. Right. 
The Spanish are interesting. Really? Yes. The Spanish have a team. The Spanish had a, a team, and the two Spanish competitors were... Not too bad. Not too bad. How about the? How about you? Always expect the Brazilian. The Brazilian team is usually one of the top three teams. The Brazilians They're are little, not my deal. Yeah, they the, look like they could be in the WNBA. The Brazilians are not my deal. I prefer a different flavor. Right. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I, th- that's not my. They're, they're well, only, the problem it, is what you like isn't conducive to athletic greatness. True. True, but you need even, to, even you need like to be more it's streamlined. Yes, to it's be a an little athlete. more live to yes, be an athlete. Which, but. I, the Brazilians. I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this. They're, they're a little masculine for my taste. They're yes. they're, oh, they're they, they have men faces. This like is, their faces yes. are made you know, like a man's we face. Get it. Like Castor Samania. Not quite that much. Oh, oh, that's that's too much. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Number or continuing Pete. Two. This is for Travis regarding a guy you used to know, Mike Herzing. Did he? <laughs> Did he ever ask you if you were a Chevy or Jeep guy? Did you ever take a ride up the coast in a Wrangler? <laughs> no, I've no. never had the pleasure of actually meeting my guy, Mike Travis, Travis. Thanks, guys. Travis, the, um, the segment was sponsored by Jeep. Yeah. Mike Herzing never spoke about Jeeps. <laughs> was he? He just I, said, never really he listened just said, to it. This is from our friends at Jeep. And then yeah. he'd be like, keep some air in your tires. Good advice. Change the oil. Also good advice. Got a lot of run out of that. If only they could have transferred that sponsorship to the Friday Facts segment. Well, let's, okay. Um, Here's the thing. Yeah. And I'm not speaking out of school. That segment became a part of the show. People knew it was coming and they wanted to see how it would be introduced. And that the people were reacting to Mike Herzing. There's not a better thing for your client than for them to become a regular part of the show, which that did. Nobody understood that. There's, I know. And, and the, it's great. that thing was a part of the show yes. for several months yes. and it was sticky. Yeah. And nobody capitalized. It got, it got, it was, you know, the guys at Jeep love that. Of they love course, that it was getting discussed. Of course. Yeah. And you could have found more ways to do that throughout the show. If you had a few more Jeeps, maybe a Coca-Cola. Yeah. yeah. Budweiser. Agreed. Agreed. Missed opportunity. McDonald's. And then number three, Pete says, please refer to my Twitter question on porn production companies. Well, let's, I mean, you couldn't put that in the email because now I'm not going to be able to find that, Pete. We already talked about porno. Yeah, let's we did, move we on. We did a little too much porno. Yeah. P- porno. Uh, hashtag thanks, guys. <laughs> Pete Schlitz Malt Liquor. Thanks for reaching out. Pete. Uh, okay. Thanks, Pete. One more. We can close with this because this was a, this was a running theme throughout the Ask Travis portion of the, my reach out. Uh-huh. And this is from Chris in Maryland. It was a fantastic caller. Yeah. Or uh, tweeter. Tweeter. Participant. Big, big participant in the Baller Lifestyle podcast. But he has an issue, and a lot of people seem to have the same issue. With me? Well, sort of. Not with you. Hi, Travis and Brian. Is it possible that the demise of your radio show was the result of you reading too many emails from Memphis? Yours, Chris in Maryland. <laughs> All right. Look, I understand that that guy was not the most popular guy amongst all of you. Why? I don't know. They, look, well, let me, I guess I do know. The volume was extreme. Yes. The volume. It was a lot of the same, but it's a, he, it's and a it, lot of the same thing. There's like three or four jokes right. that were used a lot. Yeah. But, but. 
but very loyal yes and and, and incredibly supportive of the show therefore right. as far as i'm concerned yes we're good I don't, you know, on my podcast. I'm not going to tell the rest of these guys what to like and what not to like. That I'll let them make up their mind, but I'm good. On my podcast, my co-host Ed Daly has had an issue with maybe one. From Memphis? No, no, not him. But he does reach out. But Where's he from? Who? The person that Ed has an issue he's with. He's from Houston. And he's like, what is up with this? He, the guy did something that uh-huh. annoyed Ed Daly <laughs> very badly. He brought, he, because, uh, you know, on Facebook, we just friend everybody. And I don't right. want to rehab, I don't want to get back into this, but it was an issue. And he, and, and this person referenced a civilian in Ed Daly's life and, and and used it for a joke, and Ed Daly did not like that. Uh, he did not take kindly to that, and I don't. And it was I. I think that the person would admit that it was a mistake, and probably regrets it. Yeah. Sometimes you try a little too hard. Sometimes they just it don't happens. land. You know, it happens. It's, you you got to go for it, and sometimes it doesn't work out. And the, it's past. But what I what I my thinking is is that yeah, that sucked, but. I need fifty thousand more of that guy. <laughs> right, of like, course. Like I don't like. I will take the good with the bad. Like if we, it, it, this guy is into the show. He fucking pays attention. He mm-hmm. listens right hey. when it comes out. He tells his friends. He promotes it. He made an unfortunate joke, which I'm sure he regrets and has apologized for. I need him to find fifty thousand people exactly like him. I'd rather they care too much than not <laughs> yes, care enough. That's right. And, yeah. And I'll, I will put someone from Memphis in that category uh, as well. Yes. Reach out, send me your emails, show up at the studio. What makes it, <laughs> what makes it fun also is when they turn on each other. That's great. That's okay, okay. That's the other thing I was going to yeah. say. Like, I would not, I don't know how they get annoyed at someone else that's sending tweets to you. Cause I, it's not like you read every one of them. No, I don't, but I, I would read enough that maybe they'd get yeah. a sampling of what was going on. And you know, if you, depending on which, application you use to use twitter right you can set up a category with my handle and you can see but nobody's doing can, that you think they eh, are i don't think a lot of people right. are but i think some people are right. because and, people will respond to things that i don't favorite that i don't that yes. they will circle back to them well i always assume that's because they all follow each other could be yeah but, but i don't think anybody's following him but if you put a tweet in that's sent to me and I don't, I don't know. I, I shouldn't talk about this. I don't know yes. it well enough, but yes. I think there's, I think there right. is a if way to click on your all, handle. Right. Yeah. Right. I understand. Uh, okay. Well, let's wrap it up. That okay. was, that was a nice tight hour. Was it really? Of podcasting. Yeah. yeah. Some, that went fast. Some of these guys and I don't, and I listen, but I don't know. It's very outrageous of them to think that I would listen, but like the, some of the most popular podcasts on the internet, the Joe Rogan experience, probably yeah. my favorite podcast. Yeah. They're three hours plus. Every day? Uh, t- twice a week. Wow. Three, th- more than three hours. Just no break, just power through. Just talking. Yeah, guys will get up and t- they just open the mics, yeah. talk for three hours, close the mics. And in the middle, a, the guest will have to get up and take a piss. <laughs> I haven't had to take a piss yet. Yeah, they'll go. I'm the, fine. They'll go, and I just, don't, I just don't feel like I have the kind of gravitas that <laughs> yeah. I can ask for three hours of time. So if we do, occasionally we'll do one three hours and I'll, I'll break it up into two so I can get, I, 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 I don't think I'd have three hours of things to I say. Know. You we, think, yeah, you, you do. I don't know, I mean, you man. You can talk. Commercials were pretty good. You get, you know, an hour worth of radio is like 40 minutes worth what of they say. Uh, content. They say, they say a minute on the internet is worth an hour of TV or uh, other 
I don't understand. But, so like getting someone to watch a one minute video oh, I gotcha. on the internet okay. is the equivalent of them sitting down and watching an entire episode of The Wire. It's that kind of commitment. I don't know if I've ever watched a video on the internet. Yeah. Other than one that I specifically wanted if to it see. Doesn't, if it doesn't load in two seconds, if, if I get can't a pre-roll, the ad, I immediately close it, click I close it, out. it every time. And that's what yeah. they say. That's what they say. It's yeah. much more difficult to get people to engage with you for because there's so much happening. There's another yeah. tweet that they've been meaning to read, another Facebook yeah. post, all that. They don't they don't want to sit down and commit to watching videos. I learned some. I mean, I sometimes I commit to watching certain videos. <laughs> it depends on what sort of mood you're in. Usually I'm alone. <laughs> I don't like it when you whisper. It makes me very uncomfortable. It's, this is me getting personal. No, this my is my audience. This is hey, you'll guys. do this in real life. Like we'll be what? playing golf and I, you'll lean over and yeah. you'll whisper something is to that me. True? Like I don't want it to be whispered is that to. True? Yes. Have stop I done doing, that? Yes. Yeah, stop uh, doing that. We had a nice golf round on. That was fun. Uh, now you're a ten handicap. So what'd you? Well, what'd no, you, that's not true. What'd you I, shoot? You're about a ten. I, I don't have a handicap, so a therefore the best thing I could do is try to guess at what I yeah. might be if I had. I think I'm yeah. about a ten. I've been playing poorly lately, though, yes. so I'd say closer to twelve. You're you have a hard time on the greens. Yeah, I'm not a very good putter. You're able to you're able to get it out there in the middle. I hit it you're straight. Not especially long, nope. but you hit it right down the middle pretty much every time. I hit it straight. Play a nice little draw shot. Chip it up nice and easy. Yeah. Just you got a nice smooth. You know what Travis does? He doesn't. He doesn't grip the club. He just barely holds just, it. Barely just just tight enough so it doesn't fly out of your just, hand. Just, just he just and he has a perfect textbook swing. He, he doesn't take a practice swing. He just walks right up to the ball. Those are all Steve Elkington tips right. that he showed me. Addresses the ball and he just takes a rip at it. Yeah. And you know what? Go straight. Just tight enough so it doesn't fly out of your hand. Yeah. That's the grip. It works. That's what Tom Watson says. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, I really appreciate it, Travis. Thank you very much for coming on the show. I want to do a podcast. Yeah, you should do I one. should do it. I don't yes. think about it. Yeah, you do. I'll be a seems guest like, on yours. Seems like a lot of work. You should. It's, it is and it isn't. Yeah. It Look at all this equipment. On, I don't you, have any equipment. You used to do a podcast. You, you can just do it. I can show you what to do. All right. You could just do it with one mic. Yeah. But you're, you know, a little, you're, um, while you and I are the same generation, uh-huh. It feels like we're a different generation. Oh, I'm fine. Like I'm like I'm very much oh, I'm in the fine. millennial range, yeah. and you are like <laughs> Madman era. Oh like, God, I would have dominated back just, then. You know, I would. I, this is I'm in the martini, wrong. Like, like let my secretary set up the podcast. <laughs> like I don't come come in here and take podcast. I was out having uh, beers with Malik. Uh, oh yeah, Thomas, who's mm-hmm. a friend of mine from Houston, and. We were sitting around and having some beers, and I forget what sparked the conversation. There was something like Mad Men was on, and yeah. I, I said something along, like, God, man, I would have dominated back then. Oh, he goes, yeah, you would have. Right. Like, we, this, this is a better place for the rest of us. Yes, yeah. Like, oh, well, I didn't think of it like that. Yes. I didn't think yes. of it quite like that. That's a great point. <laughs> it's weird, and that's an OJ documentary thing. You just... This, this is advice that everyone could take. You need to try to observe the world from other people's perspective. Yeah, Be- that's true. Because I, that, that was such a, a, an awakening to me because I, I consider myself somebody, I'm a very open-minded person. Mm-hmm. I don't prejudge people. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm that, that's who I feel like I am. And when you watch that movie, it's a brilliant documentary, maybe the best documentary I've ever seen. And you watch it and you realize that everything you thought about something, you were completely wrong about. Yeah. You, the, the whole perspective 
that you were looking, the lens that you were looking at a situation through, a very well-known situation, a famous thing, you were looking at it and the way you saw it was 180 degrees completely, notice I didn't say 360, yeah. 180 degrees different. 360s, you're in the same spot. Than what it actually was. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And, and we would all, and it made me sort of take pause and go, hey, hold on. What, what other situations am I seeing through this lens where I consider myself getting the whole picture, yes. but I really only see it through my lens. It's funny. Situation. I was driving home yesterday from the Rams thing and I was flipping around on the radio and, and I was listening to my friend Mo Kelly's show on KFI yeah. and he had George Wallace, the comedian on. Right. And he, great Twitter follow George Wallace. Is he? I yes. don't follow him. I, yeah, I, he's fantastic. I haven't. Steve Wallace's brother. Didn't know that. The either. original left tackle, the blind side. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so George Wallace said something on Mo's show yesterday that talking about what you're talking about, that it intellectually, I've started to understand it because of everything that's been going on in the last year or so. He said he has never in his life seen a police officer and not been scared. Yes. That every time just driving by him on the road, seeing him, that every time he's ever seen a police officer, he's been scared yeah. and he's, he goes, I'm not doing anything. I just, I see him and I, yeah. And what a, Right. Unbelievably different experience. I, when I see a cop, I don't think anything it's, other than, oh, it's a cop. And M- Mo Kelly is not the thuggish type. He's the no. opposite of that. Yeah. He's a regular yeah. dude. He was yeah. not the kind of guy that would be doing anything wrong. No. But, but because of his experience being black yeah. in America, yep. it's completely different than what you and I have. You, I, I have never had a negative interaction with the police other than being issued a ticket. Oh, and I, that's because I, I had did something wrong. I've, well, yeah. Well, you, I mean, you, you leave a, you lead a little bit of a different I type of lifestyle well, than I when do. When I was younger, yeah, I got up to some business. I'm yeah. pretty chill now though. Yeah. You're better. Yeah. I'm, you I'm went to like reform school or something. I mean, let's not <laughs> see what happens is you let out these little, that's not true by the way, but you let out, these little details seep out and then people want to know more. They want to get, they want this to get is behind what makes me a professional broadcast. Right. I give you a little bit to keep right. it coming they back. Want, so then now I'm going to get emails. So, <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. Everybody, that was Travis Rogers. Check out his show, ESPNLA.com. Yep. Check him out on on the Rams coverage on the radio. Yeah. Big, big move for Travis doing postgame for the Rams this season. I might become a Rams fan just because I'm such a big Travis Rogers fan. Uh, Follow him on Twitter, at Travis Rogers, Rogers like Dodgers. That's it. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com for special guest Travis Rogers. I'm Brian Beckner. We'll see you next week. Hello. This is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. 
Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details.